It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to an extended version of Inside Sources. Uh, those of you who were expecting to hear uh, J Mac, uh, if you didn't hear on Friday, uh, J Mac is uh, off to pursue something new. You'll see an announcement, uh, I think, coming from J Mac before too long. Uh, the fearless one, uh, as he put it, is going to uh, get to action, and uh, so a lot of things to to uh, look forward to there coming from J Mac. Uh, so I will be uh, in the chair here from uh, 1230 until 3 uh, for the foreseeable future, uh, keeping you up to date on everything that's going on. And uh, very pleased to be joined now uh, by Robin Byro. Robin is the former Obama regional campaign director, former U.S. Army Ranger. And uh, Robin, welcome to Inside Sources. Boy, thank you for having me. Hey to everybody, at, uh, all the listeners out there in Utah. All right. Uh, Robin and I often get uh, paired on uh, various news programs as the as the left and the right. And the, and the thing that I yeah. ap- appreciate most about Robin is it always comes from a position of principle. Uh, and while we don't always agree on uh, the exact solution, we can at least elevate the conversation in the process. Uh, and that's why I wanted to tap into your expertise today, Robin, looking at the 2020 uh, candidates for president on the Democratic side. We've got another debate coming up uh, and we're really starting to see some shaping of what that uh, uh, rallying cry is going to be for the Democratic Party. What are you hearing? What are you seeing out uh, out and about the country? You know, what I'm hearing the most uh, still uh, is a leftover from the, the midterms, which is health care. Uh, that's a big one. As you know, Joe Biden just put out his health care plan today. I think the final price tag on that was somewhere around $750 billion. Uh, so a little bit of a cost savings from what Bernie Sanders had pitched, uh, but still pretty pretty expensive. Uh, I want to know how he's going to pay for it. Uh, and then outside of that, we've got school. Uh, at, you know, education, there's still uh, some people on the left who are proposing uh, various off- offsetting of costs for college education and higher education and community college. Um, I kind of like the, I, the principles that they're putting forth for community college. I don't know about, you know, if I'm on board with anything much more than that. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of talk about the economy and national security. I was real pleased to hear Pete Buttigieg uh, put together his 100-person dream team for national security. Uh, other than that, you know, pretty much what we've all been hearing, which is just a lot of hot air. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I wanted to ask you, there was a uh, an article in uh, Politico today. No, excuse me, it was The Atlantic today. Uh, kind of uh, wondering if the Democrats have, have got their battle cry there, there's been a lot lately, like you say, a lot of hot air uh, that seems to be around uh, declaring Donald Trump as the national security threat uh, and really trying to say, hey, this he's so dangerous to our democracy. He's so dangerous to the country. Do you think that's a winning message for Democrats? 
If they bring up that message, they need to back it up with something to substantiate that. They can't just throw that out there because, you know, as well as I do, stuff that happened a month ago, people have already brain dumped. So if they bring that up, they need to remind people that just last month, the president, uh, President Trump said that he wouldn't necessarily turn down intelligence opposition research from foreign governments. Uh, that I see as antithetical to democracy. You know, the founding, the, the framers of, of our democracy said that it was illegal to solicit uh, help from foreign countries for our democracy or for elections. So something, if you put something like that out and, and quantify it, you know, that's what they need to do. They just can't throw these these catchphrases out there it's got to be something substantive yeah you, you really do have to get past the uh, the bumper sticker uh, framing of everything yeah. uh, if you're just joining us we've got uh, robin byro uh former obama regional campaign director former u.s army ranger uh, great american uh, joining Thank us you, for his perspective uh, on the 2020 race uh you know I, i've always said that you can you can be against things early on in a campaign but ultimately, if you're going to win a nomination or if you're going to win an actual election, it's about what you are for. Uh, elections are always about not what was or even what is. It's it's always about what's next. If if you were advising the uh, current crop of, of Democratic candidates for president, what's the first message you would have them hit uh, in terms of what they are for? Right now, today, with what's going on, they need to be to get past just the, the hot air talking point of comprehensive immigration reform. And they have got to give us some substance of how we're going to get there, because this is the issue of the day, uh, whether or not they want to, to agree with that. And all I ever hear from them, for the most part, some have given comprehensive plans, but, but out of the field of 23 of them now, I think only three have given comprehensive immigration reform packages. And that's something that we need to see on both sides of the aisle, because it's a problem. You know, I want to remind people that Obama was viewed as the deporter in chief during right. his presidency because he deported so many undocumented immigrants, illegals, whatever you want to call them. Uh, so this has been a problem going on for years, and it's something that we've got to address beyond just a catchphrase of comprehensive immigration reform. Aside from that, they really need to be talking about the economy if they want to, to, uh, to, to talk to people that might be moderate because uh, the economy is looking pretty good right now. So we need to see from them exactly how they plan on uh, keeping that going strong, boys. Yeah. Uh, we've got just about a minute and a half left, uh, Robin. You, you brought up the, the immigration and getting to the specifics. You, you mentioned the fact that President Obama was, was the deporter-in-chief. Uh, you actually saw this at a Joe Biden rally over the weekend. Uh, people really going after him for the deportations during the Obama administration. What, what do you think the, the pivot is uh, for, uh, for Joe Biden in terms of immigration? He needs to own it. There really shouldn't be a pivot. He needs to own this issue. There was actually a book written about this called, um, oh gosh, I want to brain dump the name of it now. Um, but, uh, you know, he needs to own it and just say, look, we, we upheld the law. We did it quietly. He needs to do a contrast between what they did and what President Trump is doing. Because back then, we just were doing it, uh, you know, taking a silent professional approach to get them uh, out on orders. And they did. It just didn't make much media coverage like Trump is because he's doing it in a very splashy way. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I say own it. Okay, uh, own it. That's uh, a real radical thing for candidates to do this to, <laughs> uh, at this point in the I program. Is to... To. I, don't, I don't think he can pivot away from it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I, I know we are uh, way out from, from Iowa and South Carolina and Super Tuesday and all of those things. Uh, but as you look at this 23-candidate uh, field, uh, that obviously will get winnowed away as we go along. Is there anyone that, that we're not talking about that's sort of on your radar right now? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you asked. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is not on anyone's radar, uh, and she should be. She's pulling from a really unlikely pool of voters. Uh, th- those are some conservatives, in fact, because she had uh, early support for Julian Assange, and, and she's a veteran. Uh, so she's not showing up in any of the poll numbers. And um, Yang, Mr. Yang, he's another one that's not really showing up in any of our, our internal polling metrics. But uh, I think that he's got a, also a, a unique pool of voters, and we should be talking about the two of them, Boyd. Okay, fantastic. Well, we're going to continue to tap into uh, Robin Byro over the course of the next nine months. Uh, great insight on what's happening on the Democratic side. Robin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. Always a pleasure. All right. Robin Byro, uh, former Obama regional campaign director. All right. When we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, Deseret News editor Doug Wilkes uh, talking about Apollo 11 and some uh, interesting conversations there. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio.